Hey, thanks so much for checking out the Keto Podcast put on by Dolce Vita. In this episode, we are sitting down and talking about some different recipes, just things that uh, we've learned, different ingredients to use, not to use, portion control, how to make them, sharing some of our favorite recipes like a cauliflower mac and cheese and a keto lasagna. So thanks so much for checking it out, and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Keto Podcast by Dolce Vita. just made i've made three of them and the first two were awful um this last one though i didn't bake the crust at all like you said okay and i also melted the butter like yes, you suggested. yes and yes i don't know why that would make such a difference i would think and in my head i would think that like cutting the butter up have you ever you've made biscuits before right yeah well just keto oh okay <laughs> so like a regular biscuit recipe recipe most of them say or like a pie crust. You're supposed to take right. cold butter, cube it up, do it that way. Right, right. Which is how that recipe says to do it. And so I was doing that. And I would almost imagine that would be better. But melting the butter. And I used Kerrygold butter this time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a difference. That stuff is amazing. Yeah. So the crust came out great. I used less swerve in each one. Like the recipe calls for like six tablespoons. I used like four and yeah. a half um and it just it tasted so good i mean it tasted like a legit cheesecake yeah um it's still not the same as the ones at dolce but it was really good yeah i uh it's crazy yeah i just i don't know what the difference is I but there's something there. but i'm like okay yeah. no, i guess i'll just be making the cheesecakes right. myself <laughs> i mean it's it's such a big deal, uh, for lack of a better word. Uh, it's hard to it, it's hard to describe how important of a role Dolce Vita plays in so many people's lives. I just didn't realize. Yeah, I, I'm humbled. Right. Honestly, it literally brings me to tears sometimes. Yeah, because it is a big deal. Yeah, people yeah. struggle every day with weight loss, obviously, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Self-image is huge. And unfortunately, we, um, you know, I battled it all my life. There were times that, you know, do I stop looking in the mirror? Do I not know what I look like? Do I not realize that it's not 20 pounds, it's 30 pounds? I mean, right. I don't I don't know where or how you get lost in that. But your self-image, you just berate yourself on a regular. So if we can help alter that, yeah, that's a blessing. But it takes such, I don't want to say it takes such a toll, but it does. It's so much. I was just talking to a chef who got out of the industry, not out of the industry, but he went from, and being, he's a phenomenal chef, working at a restaurant in town, married, had a son, and he was spending so much time at work because it's the restaurant industry that he wound up getting out of cooking and went into a regular nine to five, but in the same industry. Yeah. But you've made both restaurants, Franco's and Dolce. It's your life. I mean. And, and we're blessed because the kids work there. I mean, if I didn't, if my kids didn't work there, I'd probably never see my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's bittersweet though, you know. No, I understand. Yeah, you know, sure. you, you, <laughs> right. the yeah. arguments are a little different too. <laughs> Trust yeah, me. Sometimes you just, yeah. <laughs> we can uh, probably make millions just on the 
right. arguments. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'd make great reality TV for sure. You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> And not to make it sound like woe is you, but there's a lot that goes into it. And like you've said in the past, I mean, like we were just talking about, I'm following the exact same recipe that you are. Right. I'm actually, when it comes to the cheesecakes, we're using the exact same equipment. We're not. I take that back. You do it by hand. I do it by hand. I swear by it. Right. But there's still something that's completely different about it. So... The base of the cheesecake is always the same. Right. And I guess the difference is is the visual concept. Yeah. Like when I'm mixing, so if I'm going to make the espresso cabal, the Brazilian one, Mm -hmm. it changes the consistency. So you have to alter the cheese and the sour cream. And so I guess the visual concept of it, I can't tell you. Right. You know, like when we bread chicken at Franco's, I can just feel the breadcrumbs and know that it's not right. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're doing this for so long, everything is a feel, you know. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's kind of the point here is that you have, I mean, listen, the restaurant industry, you've made that, you know, your life. And you're, you've obviously been immersed in keto for the last four years. Right. So you know exactly what's needed, what's not. Yeah, on a practical sense. Yeah, the scientific part, it's a learning process. I actually just found out the other day, and I have probably three unopened bottles because I never buy anything just once. Mm -hmm. Um, But the now um, MCT oil that I was that I've been taking for the last three and a half years has palm oil in it. So that's one that you want to stay away from Mm -hmm. or choose a better brand. You know what I mean? So once these three are gone, <laughs> I'll be upgrading to a different MCT oil. Yeah. So, but maybe not, because maybe I don't know if I could use any more energy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it works being with a little palm oil. I don't do MCT oil, so can you tell me what that is? It is, um, so it's a multi-chain triglyceride. It's one grade above the coconut oil. Okay. So it's actually when you ingest it, and I ingest it, just as it is a lot of people put it in their coffee or whatever but in my head i'm thinking if i mix it with a liquid of whatever form Mm -hmm. it now has to go to my stomach and get dispersed i might be wrong but if you take it as it's in its properties the way it is yeah um and i only swallow a teaspoon in the morning and a teaspoon in the evening i cannot do a full teaspoon or full tablespoon at one time okay but i let it sit in the well of my then my mouth, let it warm up a little and then just swallow it. And it's supposed to go straight to your liver and then get dispersed within your body like immediately. Hmm. But it helps with mental focus and just huh. actually weight loss. And it's a healthy fat. Yeah. So obviously with keto, you want to keep your fats up. So yeah. it's one of those that for me is a staple. And I didn't realize the benefits of it until I had run out and didn't even realize it, yeah. I guess. This was a long time ago. And I was at the vitamin warehouse with Mike and the guy in front of me was buying it. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I haven't had that in like four or five months. I'm like, I need one. Of course, when you go to Mike, you got to buy two. And um, and uh, so, yeah, I took it and almost immediately mm-hmm. I felt the effects like wow. the mental clarity hmm. was like instantaneous. I'm like, I will never run out of this. So now there's one in the car. <laughs> there's one at Dolce, one in Franco's and one at the house. 
Always. I will never. There is some in the creamer I was telling you about. Yes. Yeah. Which I haven't used that since that first time. I bought it. I'm not sold on it. Yeah. I don't know if, I think most people use it for the visual concept of their coffee being creamy looking now and still the MCT oil. Yeah. I haven't compared them to the point of knowing the fat content Mm -hmm. and the C8 and C10. So that's the importance of the um, MCT oil that I just became aware of. So I think the lower the number, the better it is. Could you put MCT oil on like the desserts? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I it will change the consistency, so. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so is there, is, I mean, I don't, do you know, is it, can, is it, is it possible to have too much MCT oil? Your stomach will let you know. Yeah, okay. Trust me. That's why I don't do a tablespoon. <laughs> yeah. So we probably don't want to, like, go put MCT oil in everything. No, probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that won't be good. And for it's people. not good for cooking. It's not. No, it doesn't have a great high heat index. Okay. So. Gotcha. Be, be warned. Yeah. So don't put MCT oil in your recipes. Or frying pan. Or frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> so what was like uh, when you first started? I know we've talked about like what you've what you started out, what you were eating, things like that in last week's episode. But was there like that one recipe that you found when you first got uh, kicked off with keto that you just clanged to because it was easy and simple and you knew it would work oh i don't know i will say this um the last keto mix and mingle we had we ended up doing the rollatini yeah i will say that whenever i tell people that are just getting started now that is probably one of the easiest and you can do five different variations so every night of the week, mm-hmm. you can have a different dinner. Mm. And um, I'd say that right now, if I'm looking back, because I can't think of anything in the past that was like, oh, yeah, this is perfect or whatever. But I think the rollatini, and you can use zucchini, you can use the uh, eggplant, yeah. you can use um, spaghetti squash. Yeah. You just mandolin it, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, making a thin or yellow squash, not spaghetti squash. Yeah, right. Sorry. It's been a long couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I made it. Thank God for pre-workout. But uh, yeah, I uh, think that that's amazing. So you just take the zucchini and you lay it flat, you mandolin it. Mm. And then whatever toppings, like what we did the chicken wing dip. Yeah. Everyone knows how to make chicken wing dip, right? right. Throw that in there, roll it up. Hmm. Put it in the oven, throw some Cajun sauce, put some Alfredo sauce, whatever your sauce is. Hmm. And you can have dinner like in five minutes. Yeah. You know, make extra chicken wing dip. Now you have a snack because you're going to dip it in your celery. (laughs) You know, there's just so, keto to me is just so much easier to cook. Mm -hmm. It's funny getting it like the deeper you go into the more time, I think just not necessarily the deeper, just the more amount of time you have in keto and what you can and can't eat. Uh, I have started like looking at different recipes. So for example, the other day or last week, Rebecca and I were doing something and I was like cauliflower mac and cheese. So it was just cauliflower right. with a cheese sauce. Right. But, you know, I made, I just like, I was thinking, oh, maybe I could do that in a keto way. So, and then even lasagna. So I searched both recipes. The one recipe, the first recipe for the cauliflower, I don't want to call it mac and cheese, cauliflower and cheese, 
was awful. It was the worst thing. Why? What ever. was it? The recipe was a cup of heavy cream. Yeah. Which right there is 900 calories. Granted, I'm not but consuming not the whole cup. Right, right, but right, still, right. 900 calories in that. I think that's how many are in a cup of heavy cream. But anyways, the cup of heavy cream, you season it, and then you put in a whole brick of cream cheese. And then it's like two cups of cheddar, a cup of mozzarella, and a third a cup, third cup of Parmesan. And you like, you know, whisk it all together and make a sauce out of it and then pour it over the cauliflower. Well, first in my head, I'm thinking this is 2000 calories, like pushing it easily. But how many servings did it make? Because you should probably yeah. only have four ounces. Um, or was it going to be your meal? You mean for your, no, it wasn't the meal. It was like a side. A side, yeah. right. No, so I didn't have the whole thing. Right. Obviously, we didn't split it. But even just the recipe itself, once I put in the brick of the whole thing, it's like six ounces or eight ounces of eight cream o- cheese. Yeah. It <clears> made this like stretchy, gooey paste. It was just gross. visually not good. Gross. It didn't even coat like because I because you put you would take your cook your cauliflower, put that in baking dish, make this cheese sauce, put it over top, and then bake it for I think eight minutes. Okay. And even pouring this over the cauliflower, it was so thick it didn't cover everything. So, so I think in the Keto Syracuse group, Julie uh-huh. posted a cauliflower mac recipe that she swears by. Oh, okay. So if you're free time out there today, yeah, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> Julie's pretty good. Is I would she? follow. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. She's uh, huh. she experiments well. Yeah, I wound up changing it like two nights later. I made it for myself. And I just changed it. I left the cream cheese out. Okay. And then I just made it like I would typically a sauce. I didn't put as much heavy cream in. I, you know, lowered, le- you know, didn't put as much cheese in it. Right. And whisked it together and seasoned it. And it was perfect. So next time, try using a chicken stock mm. instead of the heavy cream. Okay. And thicken it with um, either the xanthan gum. Okay. Be careful. That's really, it's powerful stuff. Is it? Yeah. Or. Um, Cornstarch? negative no non-keto oh really okay. <laughs> yeah oh yeah um oh god parmesan cheese oh, asiago okay. cheese yeah any of the grated cheeses That'll might help. be a good thickening okay yeah try it i mean or cut it in half cut yeah. half the cream or heavy cream and half chicken stock mm-hmm. obviously it's chicken stock you make don't yeah. buy it yeah for sure <laughs> um yeah i'll have to try that so I yeah did that and then the keto lasagna you know, the one recipe, it's technically not a lasagna. You know, I don't know if you have to have some sort of noodle. I don't know what makes it a lasagna. But anyways, there is no vegetable. There's no, like, eggplant slice oh. or anything like that. We made a couple. Uh-huh. I'll send you. I'll try and find the recipe. It was probably a year ago. Okay. But you just take the zucchini, uh-huh. and that's your lasagna sheet. So you mandolin it, depending right. on how thick you want it. I'd go a little thicker because you're going to want, but not too thick because then you don't want to cut it. Yeah. Um, so you just do your layers and your zucchini is. I will say this. It tasted better the second day. Okay. The first day I was not happy. I was like, we're mm. never doing this again. Really? And then um, some of the employees tasted it that weren't there the day before. And they were just like, what? This is amazing. And I'm like, really? So I tasted it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, I, I couldn't believe it yeah. the next day. What a difference. Huh. So this recipe I had was, it was a pound of ground beef. It's a half a pound of Italian sausage, uh, which I just bought Gianelli and cut it open. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, so it was a half a pound of that. You'd brown it, dump out the, you know, excess fat afterwards. And you do this in a cast iron skillet. That was kind of the big thing. But I did that. Half a cup of diced onion. Okay. You know, soften that up in the skillet with the meat that you just browned. Season it. However, this was oregano and garlic salt it called for. Right. You know, whatever. Right. I had put some chili flake in there and, you know, held back on the oregano. So do that. And then it was a cup and a half of tomato sauce. So I bought the small jar of Rayos. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was basically the whole jar. It was the whole jar. It was a cup and a half. Let that simmer. And then you mix together a cup of ricotta cheese, a cup of mozzarella, and a third cup of Parmesan. Mm-hmm. Kind of blend it all together. And then basically just put spoonfuls of it on top, like in the cast iron, but push it down to the bottom it called for, I'm assuming, just to kind of disperse it more. Right. Cover that in some mozzarella cheese and bake it for 20 minutes. And? And it was good. Good, I good, mean, good. It was good. You know, ground beef, sausage, and cheese, right. what's not to like? Yeah. I uh, talked to uh, Vita Terranoni. Okay. She had posted her casserole for the cheeseburger, mm-hmm. and she had said it wasn't one of her favorites. Yeah. So then I suggested that instead of doing the casserole in one pan, yeah. if that's not what you'd like, you know, because I'm not a casserole person. Same here. Right? I, I yeah. don't understand. It's a visual thing, I guess, you yeah. know. So I said, grab some Quest chips, lay to sit along the plate Mm -hmm. like it's uh, a taco. Mm -hmm. Take the same ingredients that you were going to do the casserole. Take the ground beef, throw some guacamole, whatever. And now you have a taco salad like you're at Taco Bell. But, Hmm. you know, it's four, I think it's four carbs on the Quest nacho chips. Okay. And then you can even get creative. Put some nacho chips, some chipotle lime, (laughs) and some ranch, and you got an array. Yeah, So, you know, sometimes it's the same exact ingredients. Yeah. Just set up in a different fashion. Right. And you've created a whole nother meal. Yeah, for sure. Which you enjoy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, it is important just to kind of spend the time and figure some stuff out. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And it's trial and error. But that's what I love about the Keto Syracuse group because so many people post what they've made so you know that it's a trustworthy recipe. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you know, let's face it, you know, almond flour is not cheap. Right. You know, if you're using any of the sugar substitutes, that is definitely not cheap. Yeah. So, you know, you don't want to waste your time. Or ingredients, you know, and uh, so it's important, you know, knowing that somebody's already made it Mm -hmm. and that you can go from there. So I've been struggling a lot and we've talked about it before with lunch. Yes. It's the biggest thing. I don't really eat breakfast a whole lot. And when I do, it's usually like I'll grab a piece of cheese or something like that and have it after I get to work. But lunch is always my issue because I'm either not hungry and I'm working and then all of a sudden I'm starving or... I just didn't prepare. I hate meal planning, meal prepping at home. Can't stand it. Typically not a big fan of leftovers in general. Right. But a salad, I can throw together really quickly, you know, put it in my Pyrex and bring it with me to work and it's not a big deal. No. But if I'm going to do like steak or chicken or anything like that, I have to either wake up early and cook it that morning, which I don't like to do. Right. Or I have to do it the night before or, you know, whatever. I just so with your salad, in the beginning, in the be- very beginning, I either did the uh, protein shakes uh-huh. 
or my uh, Quest bars. Yeah. You don't like the Quest bars. Yeah. They do take some getting used to. Uh, But I will say this, with the salads, you know, I don't have the same issues you have, Mm. but tuna is fine cold. So, you know, you can throw that in your salad. Mm. Even eggs. Mm -hmm. Dice up some eggs or make an egg salad. Yeah. You know, with the Quest chips, Antonia goes to school, so there's many times that that's what she's taking. Or she'll do some sliced up pepperoni, some sliced up mm-hmm. cheese, some Quest chips. You know, something that lasts yeah. in in the weather concepts. For sure. You know, but um, I think the try the shakes, try the isolate. Yeah. You know what I mean? The whey proteins. Yeah. See if you, you yeah. know, buy a small amount. Right. <laughs> you know. And yeah. uh, actually, Antonia, and I know this isn't truly keto because some of the ingredients, but it works for her. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this is a personal journey. So it is what works for each individual. Yes. The uh, Slim Fast Advanced Energy. Yeah. 20 grams of protein and one carb. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. Actually, I used to do the shakes. The isolate or yeah. the whey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Years ago. Okay. Before I ever knew what keto was. Um, and I think you can get them at like, I think I used to get them at Walmart. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Just read the ingredients because some of them do have sugar. I remember early on, I think we bought the toffee one mm-hmm. and uh, there is sugar. Oh, it's been three years. I don't know. But yeah. there is something in it that shouldn't be. So just make sure you're reading the ingredients because you don't want to yeah. sabotage yourself yeah, either. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so the next question comes from Amy and, uh, you know, this is something She's asking about the importance of organic meats. You know, um, some people say that you have to do all organic. Some right. don't. I, we'll get your take. But in you know, with Rebecca and I, whenever we go grocery shopping, if I'm buying my stuff, I don't buy organic. Right. She's buying chi- you know, like so. We'll always have two different types of chicken. So is she buying organic? She is, and I'm not. Yeah. So did I'll, you notice a difference in her after digesting, like? I mean, I don't know. Not that I've ever paid attention to, yeah. Yeah, so I personally don't know either. Mm-hmm. But when I saw that question, I'm like, hmm, I am battling trying to lose 30 pounds in 60 days. Yeah. Probably pretty aggressive. But um, I said, well, maybe I'll try for the next, during that 60 days and see if I'll lose weight any faster or whatever. Yeah. Because you are what you eat. For sure. So if these animals that you're consuming are actually eating corn, mm-hmm. then indirectly you're still ingesting yeah. those. I I mean, I, I still lost 150 pounds in two years without it. Right. I'm still healthy, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know how. I believe from what I've heard from other people, the taste is significantly different. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a big difference you know, there's a book, there's a chef at, down in New York City in the Hudson Valley. His name is Dan Barber. He's world-renowned. And he's very big. I mean, their their restaurant in New York City or in the Hudson Valley is set on a farm. It's called Blue Hill Farms. And so they have this farm where they raise cattle and different animals, pigs and geese, and have do all their own crops and just crazy. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, there's a huge difference in how the animals are raised and treated. Right. And, you know, there's and it, even just the way that they treat their animals and what they feed them and how they, you know, where they let them roam and, you know, all graze and all those things. It affects even the milk, you know, that they get from the cows. And mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, I think it's I think for those certain purposes it is important. You know, my my skepticism with it is is it truly organic? Just because they say it is right, right. Um, you know, I mean, what does that actually mean? What certification? So I think it depends. If I was going to a local farmer, knowing how they treat their right. animals. I would say, yeah, okay, I know what they feed them, things like that. That's going to make a difference. So I was, you know, skimming through Facebook this morning, and I believe somewhere around here Mm -hmm. there's a warehouse, somebody posted it, that you can go pick your chicken. They What? I I left my phone in the car, so, yeah. Well, I I'll have to look at it again. I think they ship them in. Well, not ship them in. They right. bring them from a local farmer somewhere. You know, I skimmed it. So yeah. I'm a horrible reader. I'm a skimmer. Yeah. And it, it costs me a lot of time sometimes doing that. But I was going to go back and look at it probably tomorrow when there's a little more time. Right. But yeah, I'm pretty sure hmm. it's That's right wild. on Townsend Street. So it's somewhere right around here. What? Yeah. I'm going to have to drive Are up you on and Facebook? Down. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to drive up and down towns and find this warehouse of chickens. I believe this. it was uh, Vaughn Williams. I don't know if you're friends Vaughn with Vaughn Williams? Yeah, I believe that it was his post or he shared it. Yeah, that it'll save me time crazy. later. Go ahead, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> what can you tell us about the restaurant? What's uh, I know, obviously, we just came from Valentine's Day. We had. And thank you for everybody that purchased a cake. Or uh, stopped in for dinner and shared your experience. We appreciate it. Um, And we use, I actually appreciate talking with everybody. I'm sorry if I didn't get a chance to talk to everyone that's come in, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a a blessing. We have to pick the winner this week of the hotel giveaway. Yes. Yeah. So those that didn't enter, you will be receiving a phone call because all the reservations. You know, time got ahead of us, and not every server actually had everybody physically enter with a card. Yeah. So we have your phone numbers. We will be uh, putting everybody in a box and do the drawing uh, probably Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. And because uh, it'll give me that much time to handwrite everybody's phone number and put them in the box. I have to wait for Vaughn to accept my friend request. Oh, so Vaughn Williams. Vaughn, how listening. dare you have yeah. a private page? <laughs> um. Yeah, so we had the keto heart-shaped cakes. Yes. Um which were huge. I mean, we sold out the weekend before. We right. didn't take any more orders. So, you know, it's uh yeah, it's it's pretty awesome just to see that like we talked about in the beginning that people are really flocking yeah. to it. And if I'm talking to you and you ask me what desserts we have left, I never know. <laughs> you have to, I you know how many times that I'm like, yeah, the red velvet and I didn't know that we sold out because I'm not serving it. Right. And uh yeah, then last night I tried selling the lemon cake, and I guess that was gone the day before. The lemon cheesecake or the lemon no, cake? No, the lemon cake, and oh. I guess it was re. I didn't even get to taste it. I'm so upset. Really? Yeah, it's one of my favorites, too. That lemon cheesecake that you made, holy cow. I haven't tried good. that either. Really? Oh, the orange creamsicle. God, I hope there's one left today. Really? <laughs> well, actually, I'm fasting. I'm going to try oh, and fast geez. till Monday, so I can't oh. even. But it smelled so good. <laughs> And originally, I was going to make it, you know, the the oranges, the chocolate oranges that you smash? Yeah. So I was going to make the kids keto chocolate, okay. like with peanuts. And I was going to put the orange extract in the chocolate mm. and make yeah. them, you know, their own little heart-shaped candies. Right. And uh, so I was smelling the extract. I'm like, hmm, 
I bet this would make a great cheesecake. So I was like, Poof. and then I didn't realize I didn't have any more orange. So now <laughs> my kids still didn't get a Valentine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thanks so much for taking the time. Yes. Thank you. You're very, very busy. And uh, thanks to everybody who's checking out the podcast and, uh, you know, go out and support local, get down to Dolce Vita, check out Franco's. Oh, we are on the move. We are making a calzone. Whoa. Keto calzone. Wow. And I don't like cooked regat, so I really am not going to taste it to know what it tastes <laughs> like. But the couple people that have eaten it, they're loving it. Yeah, so, that's yeah, awesome. one more menu item. Okay. Cool. Let's see if we can get these menus done. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> also, if you're checking this out, make sure that you head over to Syracuse New Times. You can check out their website because Margaret McCormick, writer over there, just did a great piece on Dolce Vita and the keto lifestyle. So, definitely check that out and give it a share. And for those of you listening to the podcast, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Thanks so much for checking out the Dolce Vita Keto Podcast. And we're going to catch you on the next episode. And thank you, Margaret. We appreciate it. Make sure to follow Dolce Vita on Facebook and Instagram and check us out online at our website, dvqs.com, where you can find our menu and book your reservations. <laughs>